in a very tangible way. We're asking you to make a pledge. When you call with your contribution, you'll be providing us with the resources we need to keep bringing you the new talent, to keep informing you on events at clubs and concert halls, to bring you great news, to keep playing that favorite tune you can hear nowhere else. Call now with your pledge, 713-526-5738. That's 713-526-KPFT. You can also help on our secure website at kpft.org. This is commercial-free, listener-sponsored Pacifica Radio, KPFT, Houston. This is Antonio Lopez, newly elected city councilman for the city of East Palo Alto. I'll be reading to you a poem for my collection, Simplification. This poem is called Las Chacharas de Carey. Señora, give it clara. One, discount shaving cream. Two, tortillas wrapped in black plastic bags. Three, the telephone number of USCIS. Four, Papurub, which in Spanish translates to comprehensive health care. Five, my child's nosebleed. What's the intention of your visit? Six, my son who stirs awake as the night goes starting to wear off. Seven, father sombrero that I promised to never take off the wall. If I search your vehicle, will I find anything? Eight, soap camouflaged as sea salt. Nine, la madrugada whose border town haze stains mother's stress. Ten, an analog TV set to plop my chubby brown hijo in front of Sesame Street. Ma'am, please step outside. This is Nuestra Palabra, Latino writers having their say on the air. Tuning you into the Latino literary renaissance in all its splendor. Interviews, teatro, rap, fiction, poetry, memorias, composer spotlights, and more. Always mas. You're tuning in to Nuestra Palabra, all lit. Poetry, prose, and music from beginning to end. We hope you enjoy this creative approach to community cultural capital, our art, and FM broadcast radio. Please continue to support us. Visit kpft.org and make a donation in the name of Nuestra Palabra, Latino writers having their say, so we can stay all lit forever. Thanks for tuning in. Get me a lot, cause I gotta ooh, 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 ooh
Stand Up for El Barrio by Tony Diaz de Libro Traficante. Part 2. Only Art Can Save Us for Que Onda Magazine. Yo necesito trabajo, exclaims the mural on the wall at 111 North Ennis. It was commissioned by Morales Funeral Home, as stated on its website, to represent the struggle against gentrification. It was created by Angel Quesada, a.k.a. Art Kung Fu. The Morales family has a legacy of edifying the community and giving back. This mural is part of that legacy. State Representative Cristina Morales now serves on the Texas legislature, carrying on her family's mission, standing up for Segundo Barrio. You owe it to yourself to slow down in front of the mural someday soon. Pull over. Really look at it. Where does the tree begin? Where do the skulls end? Where is the sky? What do you see? What does it say? Pull out your pen. Pull out your journal. Tell your version of the story. Your voice adds to our voice. We need your voice right now. This is Andrew Trudell Vasquez reading the poem Binaries. One, niece colors a bond or table, smiles, looks at her brother drawing Batman and Robin, good guys, bad guys. She smiles to say, look at me, look at us, I am coloring. Black curl-sized frozen juice cans jostle when her chubby arms scribble red and yellow. Her brother called her Chuck. Her real name is Raven, my younger sister's daughter. Before she was born, her dad dreamed her tall with good hair, strands more Mexican than Puerto Rican, straight and fine, black silk, her mother's long tresses. My nephew's hair shows his African roots like his father's, Henry and Raven, Hank and Chuck. Green eyes jewel both their faces. We dine at Cafe Cormache. People who could be distant cousins scurry, bring pancakes, eggs, bacon, coffee, and sweets. We hear the origins of Chuck, Batman, Frank Robin to save the day, called him his little Chuckamucka before he made him normal size. Justice prevailed in less than a half hour. My nephew loves bears to packers, bulls to bucks, policemen and firemen who saved the day. Once on the playground he shared on the monkey bars, he wanted to be a policeman. I said, we can talk about that later. He said, Grandma doesn't like me either. He knows. He is six. Binary columns work for his brain right now. I think about his light afro, how many men with his hair textures spend birthdays behind bars, rock and holes, shake hands with a death penalty, swung from trees like strange fruit for entertainment. He will know this later. I push him on the swing, instruct him to go higher, pump your legs, keep your knees pressed together, lean back, use your core strength to the moon and back. Playground people stare and chuckle. I watch them finish color, Batman and Robin across the table. Black and white crayons melt in his caramel hands. You are tuning in to Nuestra Palabra, all lit. Poetry, prose, and music from beginning to end. We hope you enjoy this creative approach to community cultural capital, our art, and FM broadcast radio. Please continue to support us. Visit kpft.org and make a donation in the name of Nuestra Palabra, Latino writers having their say, so we can stay all lit forever. Thanks for tuning in.
vuelve conmigo Vuelas tan deprisa como vuelan los domingos Y se va, se va, se va, se va, se va Se va, se va, se va y no me vuelve más Se va, se va, se va, se va, se va Mira que yo ahora le lloro porque se ha ido Mira que niño, vuelve conmigo No desaparezcas, no me dejes sentir frío Natasha Karazosa. I'm a writer and poet. This poem is called Mehi Africana. Born with two tongues, I speak of, hablo de, I write of, escribo de, mi vida, cultura colorada, pintada, painted a picture para que puedan ver that I am Mehi Africana. That's half and half, but whole as in an entire empire of Aztec warriors breathe orange-red fire into my lungs. That's half and half, but whole as in an entire tribe from the Congo rained blue-black blood into my soul. I am that red-brown black sister thinking and breathing them poetic thoughts. That prolific prophetic poet with the red-brown twisted locks. I see and record the world in black ink like the skin of my people. I am fierce like panthers, notes with pen as they be hot water, cornbread, oxtails, and collard greens, chanting down Babylon with jaw, Rastafari beats. I am ghetto soliloquies of Haitian refugees spoken underneath Harlem's balconies. I represent the black freedom of which the Negro spiritual speaks. I am all things black and all black things are be. Yo soy la morena, la poema que despierte su mente, que enciende su alma con papel y pluma. I can make the sun and moon rise at the same time I am the viento que viene de México, el este y el oeste, este, es la verdad. I am the song con Pancho's lips as he sits and eats un burrito de chorizo con huevo, praying for a job to feed his meals. I am salsa, picosa, como Willy Colón, Frank Luis y Celia, una mariposa en May. And may I say that brown and proud is what I will remain, staining this life with my mark because you see my seco is just as bad as my bark. Because, por qué? I am una niña de Yucatan, Chicharitza, Quetzalcoatl kissed my mother, and here I am, landed on this land with pen in hand to tell the tales of me, Hindi, Mayans, Aztecs, and Incans, roofers, day laborers, carbolos, que sea, esa misma cosa, sangre, 
alguna niña de mi país, una de una raza tan fuerte, una niña de México. Y así me quedo. Born with two tongues, I speak of, hablo de, I write of, escribo de, mi vida, cultura colorada, pintada. Painted a picture para que puedan ver that I am Mexicana. When I was a kid in fourth grade, they had us do these mission projects. And, you know, I was a good little Catholic boy at the time. And I thought, oh, this is cool. This church and school. Um, but they don't really tell you how messed up it is and all the ways that that this that this religion and these and 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 this force of uh, Spanish that came to the U uh, to the to California and Mexico, they just basically oppressed the natives, and um, it made me it made me start thinking about how we sacralize and we deem holy the people that once hurt us. And I went to a school that was pretty rough and tough. You know, kids out here gang banging, or they might be acting up. And so I thought, man, what if the kids, my classmates? were holy what if they were almost like saints and so this poem right here is called the disciples of san mateo county california and god said to juventino perform ablution over the bathroom sink press the cold metal with novice palms stretch out your double white teeth the cotton bullet proof vest Whereupon stepping in the schoolyard, your face juvenile punches, breaks the iron gates with knockoff Cortezes, cuff your sagging dickies by the ankles, saunter to the cracked voices of boys who laugh without a tag for their torsos, unzip your brother's fur jacket and take father's flask. Drink from his patron. Shadow box the heavy gavel swings with swigs of your own. Cleanse yourself in liquor's kerosene. Let flammable spirits purge all nerves. To be an acolyte, embalmed in hair gel, worshiping the altars cordoned off in caution tape. Holding on to El Barrio by Tony Diaz Elib 54321. Holding on to El Barrio by Tony Diaz El Libro Traficante for Que Onda Magazine. Part 1. Technically, Barrio is simply neighborhood in Spanish. But our community knows that nothing is that simple for us. We write from our souls, from our hearts. We know the term means much more than can be easily translated. In the wrong minds, barrio can mean second class or outsiders. In the wrong minds, the term can be allowed to disappear. That's why we've created an army of writers visual artists, and thinkers to give power to our barrios. Barrio means home. Barrio means pride. Barrio means history. Barrio means cultura and familia. The legacy of nuestro barrios pays respect to those who paved the way with great acts that shaped history. Some of our antepasados changed history by coming to a new land. Some of our ancestors made history by never moving. We did not cross the border. The border crossed us. Is this legacy at risk? As gentrification sets in places like Segundo Barrio, who will stand up for El Barrio? Yeah. 
esos trenes que no se duerme el tiempo necesario. We're tuning in to Nuestra Palabra, All Lit. Poetry, prose, and music from beginning to end. We hope you enjoy this creative approach to community cultural capital, our art, and FM broadcast radio. Please continue to support us. Visit kpft.org and make a donation in the name of Nuestra Palabra, Latino writers having their say, so we can stay all lit forever. Thanks for tuning in. It was four o'clock in the morning, and the full moon was shining through Berta's bedroom window. Her beloved Colonia Narvarte, which was usually a cacophony of sounds, the street sweepers, the knife sharpener's panpipe, the silver, almost church bell sound of the garbage truck, the barking street mutts of all shapes and sizes. Instead, it was eerily silent. Not even the birds she fed regularly were up. Berta got out of bed and looked at the clothes she had laid out the night before. This would be the outfit she would travel in as she said goodbye to her birthplace. It had to be perfect and memorable. Berta wanted people to see her, just like when she went to parties. She wanted them to see the arrival of this new American. She wanted people to do a double take when she walked by, and not because of the four children she would be bringing with her. In front of her lay a white satin button-down shirt and a black velvet skirt and the off-white lace petticoat slip that went underneath. She studied her pearl-drop earrings and opaque pearl choker. Then her eyes were drawn to the floor, where her pair of black patent leather slingbacks were at the ready. She smiled to herself. Berta, my mother, was not worried about leaving her country behind. For six months, she'd been preparing and processing. 
She knew my father, Raul, was struggling to comprehend the enormity of his impending new American citizenship, something that he was required to commit to as part of his new job. But Berta knew Mexico would always be her home, no matter what. She would always have her green Mexican passport and an American green card. For her, there was no contradiction. After staring at her clothes in a daze, the moon now beginning to set, and the light blue of morning beginning to brighten over the volcano, El Popocatépetl, Berta realized she wasn't just smiling. She felt ecstatic. For a full month, the butterflies that were usually a sign of a baby kicking in her belly were now in her tummy because of the thrill of this upcoming adventure, and it was finally here. Still, a small part of her felt ashamed. She was having a hard time understanding exactly why she felt so happy about leaving everything she knew behind. Why was this so much easier for her than it had been for Raúl? Quiero ser más libre. No quiero que nadie me controle, ni mi mamá, ni mi papá, ni mis hermanos. Yo quiero ser yo. Amo a Raúl y él me ama como soy. Quiero ver el mundo y criar a mis hijos a ser independientes. Quiero ser una mujer entera. Y no sé si lo puedo lograr aquí en México. My mother said, I want to be freer. I don't want anyone to control me. Not my mother, my father, or my brothers and sisters. I want to be me. I love my husband, Raúl, and he loves me as I am. I want to see the world and raise my children to be independent. I want to be a complete woman. And I don't know if I can do that here in Mexico. One by one, she woke up her children, starting with the oldest, Bertelena, who was about to turn seven. Berta helped her get dressed, all sleepy like a rag doll. But soon she perked up and assumed her role as her mother's helper. She combed her thick, jet black hair and added a pink barrette. She pulled her white button-down sweater over the black dress Manuela, her abuelita, had made special for her just for this trip, and then she put on her frilly white socks and white leather shoes. My mom took care of me dressing me in an off-white baby dress she had sewn with a delicate crochet hem she'd designed herself. I was a crawler, so Mom carried me everywhere that morning, as she did every day. Even as she supervised my two brothers and sister, she never let me go. Mommy called me her chicle, her gum, because I was always stuck to her. I was her little baby girl, the last one she would have, because, unlike my siblings, I was not planned or expected. There would be no more babies, so Berta doted on me. Every minute. With my brothers and sister, everything had been a bit utilitarian. But with me, she savored every moment. She wanted to raise me in slow motion, making every memory with her final baby last as long as possible. Holding on to El Barrio by Tony Diaz, El Libro Traficante, for Que Onda Magazine. Part 5, Latino Art Ecosystem. The mural that evokes our indigenous roots on the outside walls of the Talento building with the Houston Theater, a.k.a. Mecca East End at 333 South Jensen, was created by the Mexican Collective, the center is now operated by Alice Valdez, Mecca founder. It's just a few blocks away from the painting of Juan's Corner on the front of Doña Maria on 2601 Navigation Boulevard, Segundo Barrio. Ana and Juan Hernandez are the proprietors. Doña Maria is bustling and, following all COVID-19 protocols, continues to hold its place as an essential meeting place for community members and leaders overlooking the evolving esplanade and navigation. However, the TBH Theater, like all art facilities and organizations, is in peril. We've been advocating for fair and sustainable funding for Latino art and culture before the epidemic. However, the economic impact of COVID-19 means that all arts funding will suffer. Latino arts groups and artists were behind in funding before the coronavirus outbreak. That will only get worse. We must work together or perish. 
Nuestra Palabra is launching the 2021 Latino art ecosystem with over 50 Latino arts nonprofits and coalitions and non-Latino allies to help sustain efforts to spread Latino art and culture. Our goal is to unite 100 organizations and coalitions. This will serve to spread art throughout the entire city because, let's get this straight, every Houston City Council District is Latino. Ironically, the Latino arts community is used to working under these conditions. As we unite across the city, we will be able to lead the city in the post-COVID-19 era. Houston cannot truly be diverse if visitors can find the Texas Mexican food, but they can't find the Mexican art. Houston needs us. Our cultura will not only survive, we will thrive. Hay veces que sales con la sonrisa que deja un regalo como sale el sol. Odias que recuerdas que hay que dar las gracias por quien sabe cuánto, porque hubo calor. Hay días donde nada es capaz de esconderse de tu claridad. Hay días que llueve. Yeah. 
This is Antonio Lopez, newly elected city councilman for the city of East Palo Alto. I'll be reading to you a poem from my collection, Gentrification. This poem is called Las Chacharas de Carey. Señora, give it clara. One, discount shaving cream. Two, tortillas wrapped in black plastic bags. Three, the telephone number of USCIS. Four, Papurub, which in Spanish translates to comprehensive health care. Five, my child's nosebleed. What's the intention of your visit? Six, my son who stirs awake as the night goes starting to wear off. Seven, father's sombrero that I promised to never take off the wall. If I search your vehicle, will I find anything? Eight, soap, camouflaged as sea salt. Nine, la madrugada, whose border town haze stains mother's stress. Ten, an analog TV set to plop my chubby brown hijo in front of Sesame Street. Ma'am, please step outside. This is Antonio Lopez, newly elected city councilman for the city of East Palo Alto. I'll be reading to you a poem from my collection, Gentrification, winner of the 2019 Levis Prize through Fallway Books. It'll be available to be, to be bought uh, through Fallway Books next year, September 2021. This poem, for me, it, it really captures and embodies the work I'm trying to do. My book is called Gentrification. Gentrification. Right, so it plays with the idea of gentrification of this process where more affluent, typically white people, move into a neighborhood and rapidly change the cost of living, uh, the rent, everything, and so people feel that what, what was once theirs is no longer theirs. And growing up in East Palo Alto, you saw that firsthand: the old liquor stores, the old taquerias, the old discount clothing stores. All those places eventually they left. And for example, on Donahoe Street. We have uh, a, a building that once was a place where there, well, I'll mention the poem, but apartment complexes and Metro PCS and a carniceria. And now it's a logistics center for an Amazon, for Amazon. The book is wrestling with that change and hoping and envisioning that there's a way that the community can still, through its radical imagination, through its arts, through its culture, can help fight that and to help preserve and, 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 and preserve and relish uh, the beautiful and rich cultures that have long existed here in East Palo Alto. So this poem is, is an homage to that spirit. It still plays on this idea of faith and prayer. And so this poem is called Triptych of the Adobe Kata Army. And of course, it's a reference to the Chinese emperor's Terracotta Army. So Triptych of the Adobe Kata Army. And the date is East Palo Alto, circa 2000 A.D. My fingers are desperate to unearth the ruins of my countrymen, only to find a Tesla on the second floor of our apartments, now a parking garage. The Amazon logo smirks above me like a biblical cloud. Out here, hooded saints toward the covenant of earthly silence passed out zigzag leaflets to preach the gospel of skin. Whirling dervishes and long white tees bum rush me at a bautizo, pressed against my lips a cholo's chalice. My chest flushed at watching boys bronze into adobe kata. A driveway floodlight, the barrio's moon casted their bodies as they placed bets against the armors they carried. A fist tucked inside a hoodie, his knuckles spelling the names of ex-lovers, each letter tatted with a rust with a paper clip, cocked belt buckle whose colors shout to the block who he f***s with until asphalt swallows him again 
and Marias now mourn Jesus outside a sagging fence, wreathed his chain linked with lit candles, cardboard signs saying, we miss you. Streamers without the heated balloon that promised flight. Consider the clothesline as a bandolier slung over ruined soldiers whose uniformists still cling onto apartment balconies. Quien se dieron sus tierras to raise the wrinkled flags of blusas and neon vests. Consider this Aztec sacrifice. A father offers an empire, his daily flesh, kneels on the melted tar of its tongue, winces at the body turned legal tender, all to nurse the newborn with this vision. Una vida mejor. And so father cradled my head inside asphalt, prayed for our right to simply wade. You are tuning in to Nuestra Palabra, all lit. Poetry, prose, and music from beginning to end. We hope you enjoy this creative approach to community cultural capital, our art, and FM Broadcast Radio, please continue to support us. Visit kpft.org and make a donation in the name of Nuestra Palabra, Latino writers having their say so we can stay all lit forever. Thanks for tuning in.
My name is Roberto Lovato. I'm author of Unforgetting, from which I'll be reading the following passage. I'm sitting at my favorite table at Cafe La Boheme on 24th near Mission with my laptop in front of me, attempting to stitch together the disparate pieces of my origins as I write this book. The varnished oak tabletop sits on the base of an antique sewing machine. Its 12 by 10 inch iron treadle and the iron gears, gears it powers still in place. Even though there's no longer a sewing machine above, the pedal moves the metal beast lying below most customers' awareness. Its black latticed elegance and noisy rotations remind me of bouncing on the lap of Mama Pei, the Salvadoran seamstress whose maquina de coser fueled her family's 3,000 mile journey to San Francisco. Pushing the, metal, the pedal slowly, I start typing. The pin attached to the pedal of the sewing machinery below pushes and pulls the treadle wheel. To the annoyance of the techie sitting next to me, it squeaks every few revolutions, but still the wheel turns. Up and down, up and down, up and down. The one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four motion of my foot working the treadle hypnotizes me. Next to the wheel, in the center of the space below the table, sits the machine's wrought iron logo. Slightly rusty silver and faded black logos garnishing the Art Deco letters spelling the Singer Manufacturing Company. Coming here is a ritual of mine. Something about coming to the neighborhood of my birth to write atop an old Singer sewing machine in a cafe named for the romantic opera La Boheme makes it easier to recover the fragments of my childhood and adolescent memories, especially ones, the ones that are more often than not painful to conjure. I look out the window and up the street towards Horse Man, my old junior high school, and I remember the shame, confusion, and molten anger I felt as a kid. I always had some sense somewhere deep within me that Pop's secrets, his family history and upbringing, had something to do with his emotional absence and his violent temperament, even as it inspired his magic and charisma. Yet I lacked the history and therefore the context to understand him. Like many Salvadorans, skeletons lying scattered and unstoried all over the southwestern part of the North American continent. Pop's memories, which might have assuaged my own nihilistic rage by helping me understand and address its source, were lost for decades. Today, the plight of the many Mara kids I've met fits the travels downward theory of violence that I developed when I started going to Berkeley a theory I came up with thanks in no small part to pop. This downward momentum is created by the silence of both victims and perpetrators of violence, keeping us stuck in those moments, enabling the same cycles to play out in time and time again. My search for my own unknown past is one reason I was so enthralled by the Instituto de Medicina Legal, the forensic lab in El Salvador, a vault of so many untold violence stories. Watching their rituals of forensic recovery led me to believe that unforgetting is a critical way to start the process of individual, familial, and national healing. The power to reconstruct the bones of a person and return them to the family haunted by the disappearance of their loved one enables a critical step towards healing. It's the knowing that their loved one is dead and how he or she died that allows these families to conduct burial rites and mourn. Without this unforgetting, they can have no closure and are held in terrible limbo. The same applies to reconstructing the bones of our personal and national memories. Annie Bettis, Texas Poet Laureate 2020. This is a sonnet from a collection of poems called Cajas with Zero Tolerance. And it begins with a quote, quoting the former Attorney General Jeff Sessions, quote, they are the ones who broke the law. They are the ones who endangered their own children on their trek. The United States, on the other hand, goes to extraordinary lengths to protect them while the parents go through a short detention period, end quote. 
they are the ones who told their children were taken to bathe and not returned. They are the ones whose nursing babies and toddlers were forced to wean and left in wet diapers. And their other young ones also cried for mommy, for papa, for tia, for, and were told they were an orchestra without a conductor. And enough in this country erected the conductor with his fist in the air, without music, without ocean, without moon, without the very earth. He was the one, and she another, and he yet another, who said they'd be taking her child the next day and said, quote, Happy Mother's Day. My name is Natasha Carrizos. I try to experiment through memory and sound and spirit. And this is a fairly new poem. It's called Red Dirt Ancient or Drumming in Her Chest. I see myself ancient, a midnight cave carving stone from sanguine bird, gunpowder, sound, Chiseled, flood, stone, sand for cheekbones. Muddy is my nose. Grindstone, spirit, dancing, two braids, ivy song. Two speaking tongues. Two screaming waves within me. A message, a wall, a papyrus beyond tomb. Building bricks that crave, climb, water. Como, comal, sun, oshun. I am a red-skinned gal. I am no chief. I am the ground. I am beyond time. There is red dirt. No Samira tree bark in my mouth. No my heart crown swallows. River, one pearl drop lands. One grain sand hands. Como yamaya. I am sure. I belong to wave. I cannot be cut. I am time. I am a redskin gal. I am beyond a bebe fan. My palms, psalms, trees, spirit, undefeated, undefined. I am Ivei, fire, jungle, water, twin. I am always mother, wombing. I am heart, humming, bird beating. I am returning to carving, to beginning, ancient drumming in her chest, ancient drumming in my chest, ancient drumming in my blood. I am a redskin gal.
tengo miedo Torero Tengo miedo cuando se abre tu capote Tengo miedo, torero De que al borde de la tarde El temido grite flote Ay, pero cuando torero Juguetea con la muerte Yo me olvido de mi miedo En ti creo When you listen to KPFT, you hear things that you would expect to hear on a community radio station. Relevant news, the arts, great music. But when you tune into KPFT, you also hear things you wouldn't expect. You hear different perspectives that make you think about our world in a new way. Pacifica's mission statement is about building understanding between nations and people. What you hear on KPFT can have a profound effect on how you live. You listen to KPFT because it expands your understanding of yourself and of the world. And we can continue to bring you great ideas and culture because listeners like you contribute. So why wait for a pledge drive to support KPFT? Give a call to our membership department at 713-526-4000, extension 314. Again, that number is 713-526-4000, extension 314, to speak to our membership department and become a member. This is listener-sponsored, commercial-free Pacifica Radio, KPFT, Houston. KPFT. 